Good evening, Lafayette. This is Joe Cunningham here on the Joe Cunningham Show. News Talk 96.5 KPEL 232-1542 is the number, or use the KPEL app chat to be part of the conversation today. It is your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Go check them out, 1212 Ambassador Caffrey or servicegm.com. They've got a ton of great inventory for you right now. As some of you might expect, I have thoughts on Kevin McCarthy deciding he's going to leave Congress at the end of the year, the end of this month. Kevin McCarthy is going to leave Congress, leaving the House Republicans that he used to lead with a two-seat majority. Leave it to Kevin McCarthy to take his ball and go home because he does not have the power that he wants to have. And this is this is noteworthy. You, you need to understand this is about Kevin McCarthy being Kevin McCarthy. This has nothing to do with principle. This has nothing to do with him wanting to get on to the next stage of his life. This is Kevin McCarthy being petty. Y'all know my feelings on the former House Speaker. If you don't know my feelings on the former House Speaker, I assume that you can imply, you can insinuate from the tone of my voice, I'm not a fan. Kevin McCarthy has no principle. He has no, he does not have a conservative bone in his body. He wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, and one of the lines he had the audacity to write is that one of the things that he's learned over his years in Washington, is that the more Washington gets involved, the worse we are. Kevin McCarthy is the guy that enabled, on the Republican side, Washington to do more and ruin our lives. There are some folks out there who rightfully, I think, blame Matt Gates if the Republicans suddenly lose their majority. Matt, we wouldn't be in this position had Matt Gates not voted to oust McCarthy. That is 100% true. And I've said from the jump, uh, Matt Gates was stupid because he did not have a plan. And it led to a lot of chaos that we didn't have time for. And it threw off a lot of Republican plans in Congress. I'm not sad to see Kevin McCarthy out of leadership. I'm not even sad to see him leave Congress. I think he's going to go back to California. He's going to continue to do damage to California's Republican Party, and that's on them. However, there are some news stories that are not directly related, but you need to understand are somewhat related when you think about it. The Center for Strategic and International Studies simulated a war between the U.S. and China over Taiwan. The war game ended with Taiwan still free, though at grievous cost. The U.S. loses two aircraft carriers and up to 20 destroyers and cruisers. China sees more than 50 major surface warships sunk. What looks like a draw on paper, though, becomes a Chinese victory before long. As Eric Labs, a Navy analyst for the Congressional Budget Office, explains, China can replace lost ships far more quickly. In the past two years, its Navy has grown by 17 cruisers and destroyers. It would take the U.S. six years to build the same number under current conditions. 
intensifying security challenges from the Western Pacific to Ukraine to the Middle East have fueled debate over whether the U.S. can afford a bigger military. In fact, the more pressing question is whether it can build one when its principal adversary possesses vast industrial capacity. If the House of Representatives goes into absolute deadlock because there's a tie or there's barely a majority and there's enough fraying at the seams for the Republicans, if a war breaks out and the House can't act, we're not in good shape. Intelligence reports warn of rising foreign terror threats. This is from Catherine Herridge at CBS. A new joint bulletin from the Department of Homeland Security and Justice to local, state, and federal law enforcement warns groups like al-Qaeda and ISIS will likely use the Israel-Hamas war to, quote, increase calls for violence in the U.S. during the holiday season compared to prior years, end quote. It says the most likely primary targets could include churches, synagogues, and members of the Jewish community. With the Israeli military bearing down on southern Gaza and Hanukkah only days away, the new intelligence report reviewed by CBS News warns of increased threats from foreign terrorist groups. It mirrors the FBI Director Christopher Wray's testimony Tuesday on Capitol Hill, during which he told the Senate Judiciary Committee, quote, I see blinking lights everywhere I turn, end quote, in response to a question from Senator Lindsey Graham about possible warning signs. Indirectly involving the U.S., President Nicolas Maduro is purportedly moving forward with plans to take over Essequibo, an oil-rich region of neighboring Guyana. This move has sent shockwaves across South America that have escalated military activity across Brazil, Guyana, and Suriname. The news follows Sunday's ballot initiatives where voters overwhelmingly backed Maduro's push to invade its oil-rich neighbor. While less than 10% of the population voted on Sunday, the Venezuelan initiative would be viewed more aptly as a response to the cratering economy and soaring inflation that has engulfed the country since Maduro took power. Unrest in South America, a wide-open border, foreign terror groups wanting to cause chaos in the U.S., And America cannot build up its military. All things that directly or indirectly require a functioning House of Representatives. Kevin McCarthy is taking his ball and going home knowing full well that when the House can't function, things will come to a grinding halt. And the people that kicked him out of office will lose favor with the general public because of it. He's fully aware of this. But there's another thing. Joe Biden and his administration are fully aware of it as well. And they aren't doing a thing. There is a bill for foreign aid in the Senate that was brought forward by the Democrats that all Republicans voted against because Chuck Schumer will not put increased border security and provisions for border security into the text of the bill. He's telling Republicans 
put in an amendment and get 60 votes. The things that Republicans are asking for were part of the White House's supplemental aid request, and Chuck Schumer is straight up saying no. Chuck Schumer wants a wide open border. The Democrats want a wide open border. The Biden administration can ask for supplemental aid at the border, but deep down, they want a wide open border. They don't think there is a crisis. They don't think that there is a crisis at the U.S. border. And while they want to give all this money, all this American taxpayer money to Ukraine, to Israel, both things I support, by the way, but while they want to do that, they don't look at the fact that our southern border is our biggest national security risk. And they continue to ignore it. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. It's the 5 o'clock news crew is brought to you by Service Chevrolet. We'll, uh, we got to go to your pest of the day next. But once we get back from that, we'll have more of your news of the day right here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. And we've got to go to Democrat Representative Jasmine Crockett. Over in Congress, she dismisses Texas and Florida as, quote, deplorable states. Do you know why? Because those deplorable states have Republican legislatures that pass conservative bills. In a testimony from the Heritage Organization, I know your, your organization, the Heritage Organization, she says, loves Texas. They love Texas. They're always sending us some nonsense bills um, that somehow set this country in the wrong trajectory. They send them back to Texas. They send them to Florida. Every deplorable state that we can think about, they're usually coming out of y'all's think tank. The Heritage Foundation pushing conservative policy and that the legislatures of Florida and Texas pass those policies makes them deplorable states. By the way, you should know that Representative Jasmine Crockett, a Democrat, is a representative in Florida. And that makes her the pest of the day, brought to you by J&J Exterminating, Louisiana's largest independently owned pest control company. Go ahead and find them online at jjext.com. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL 232-1542 is the number you can use the KPL app chat to be part of the conversation. I do have to let you know it is our 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by Acadiana's number one Chevy dealer nine years in a row talking about our friends at Service Chevrolet Cadillac here in Lafayette over on Ambassador Caffrey just around the corner from here. I highly suggest you go check them out. I mean, it's it's dark, it's a little late, maybe not right now. But you know, they got a website, servicegm.com. Go there, see the inventory. I mean, if you want to go during the day, go for it. They uh, New inventory showing up daily, new and used car sales, uh, parts and service department right there, body shop, collision center, fine line custom auto. They've got the wash, everything for your automotive needs all right there at Service Chevrolet Cadillac. It's your time to stop by and shop. You know those car commercials where they put the gigantic bow on a car and that's the, that's the Christmas present? I don't know anybody who can actually just afford to, to drop the money for a new car at the drop of a hat on in Christmas morning. It's just there. But, hey, you can make that dream a reality. You can make that commercial a reality. Just go check out Service Chevrolet Cadillac over at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey in Lafayette. 50 years, their family has been serving your family. Find new roads. Service Chevrolet Cadillac. 
Do want to point out, by the way, SeizeTheDeal.com. You need to go to SeizeTheDeal.com. Make sure you're in the Lafayette market when you do, because if you do, there's some great opportunities for you. So I got to tell you, I took my kid to Pizza Amore, and I wish I'd had I'd gotten this Seize the Deal before I had. $15 e-voucher to Pizza Amore. You can get it for $7.50 at Seize the Deal. My kid loves it. I like it. The bread bowls are phenomenal over there. Everything's good over there, but the bread bowls were absolutely phenomenal when, when I got it. My kid loves to just get the little kid's pizza. Everything's great over there. You should try it out. $15 e-voucher to Pizza Amore over at Seize the Deal. All you got to pay is $7.50. Or you want to take your kid to do something fun, $25 will get you one hour of all-access unlimited play at Epic Entertainment at Seize the Deal. Go check it out. Highly recommend you go check out Seize the Deal and take part in some of those awesome deals. Now, when we come back from the break, we do have a debate tonight. I talked a little bit about it yesterday. I want to talk some more. There's some struggles on the DeSantis train. We've got to talk about that little bit of inside baseball. Also, uh, Megan Kelly, who's going to be uh, moderating the debate, had a very interesting question. Does it even make a difference, this debate? Kind of weird if you're moderating the debate to ask it, but... It's a fair question. Let's talk about it when we get back here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 232-1542 is the number, or you can use the KPL app chat to be part of the conversation like Billy and Church Point. Been chatting with him back and forth. You can be part of that conversation too. Just download the KPL News app. When you do, there's a little text message icon in the upper right corner. You just tap that. You can send a message to the Joe Cunningham Show right there. Easy to do. Now, this is your 5 o'clock news cruise brought to you by Service Chevrolet. Glad to have them on board. Go check them out at 1212 Ambassador Caffrey or servicegm.com. Ron DeSantis is struggling right now. Um, And part of it is... I don't think his campaign has been run uh, at maximum efficiency. Ron DeSantis was polling better when he was a hypothetical candidate than he is right now. There are a couple of reasons why. One, before he jumped in, people were still actively looking for alternatives to Donald Trump. Another problem is that before he jumped in, there weren't that many candidates who had jumped in. But as more jumped in, it kind of made people, you know, it, it kind of led people to think there's too much division here. We need to back the original guy. We need to back Donald Trump. There's also the fact that a lot of people are looking at the polling. They're looking at the state of politics, and they're just of the opinion that Donald Trump is inevitable. So if somebody asks who we're supporting, we're going to say Donald Trump. There's another thing that is hurting Ron DeSantis, and that is his campaign, particularly the super PACs. Never back down the super PAC uh, that backs Ron DeSantis is not doing great. They've had a lot of leadership turmoil. They've had a lot of turnover. They've had a ton of money, but DeSantis is reportedly not happy with the PAC. 
because of the types of attacks they're launching against Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, despite what you'll hear either one, either one of them or Donald Trump say about them, what either one of them says by each other, what Donald Trump says, they're both fairly solid conservatives. Ron DeSantis is more the conservative fighter. Nikki Haley is more of a big tent conservative. She's not a big tent establishment Republican. She is more of a big tent conservative. She has her values, but she's not going to push a lot of those values like abortion at the national level. She kind of believes more that federalism approach, which incidentally is what makes somebody like Ron DeSantis such a successful governor is that whole federalism approach. But she is not, her messaging has been kind of off because she's taking very odd positions that are alienating a lot of conservatives. When you look at the polling, if the vote came down to a couple rounds, let's say Donald Trump drops out. The polling indicates that Donald Trump supporters go to Ron DeSantis. If Ron DeSantis drops out, his voters go to Donald Trump. If Nikki Haley drops out, the polls show that her voters go to Ron DeSantis. So Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley are both in each other's way. Ron DeSantis doesn't like the quality of the attacks, the the types of attacks that are being used by Nikki Haley by Never Back Down. Never Back Down is, in part, acting uh, like a very online organization. What do I mean by that? When Kamala Harris was a presidential candidate, her campaign listened to the very loud, very obnoxious voices on Twitter. The very online set, we call them. These are people that spend too much time on social media. They spend too much time looking for the tweets where somebody dunks on somebody else, where they make fun of somebody else, they mock somebody else, they own somebody else, to borrow the language. But Kamala Harris wasn't capable of connecting with real Americans. Most Americans, even with the high numbers on Facebook and Twitter, most Americans don't live or die by what's said and done on social media. They just don't. So when Kamala Harris's campaign went so very online, she wasn't able to connect with people. The Never Back Down folks are a very online organization, and it's causing the messaging from Ron DeSantis to be kind of muddled. DeSantis isn't happy about it. The campaign's not happy about it. The campaign and the PACs can't talk to each other for a... Election law prevents them from talking to each other, from coordinating with each other, but they're not happy. The campaign is not happy. Ron DeSantis, the candidate, is not happy. So uh, Florida-based lobbyists who are uh, who have close connections with James Uthmeyer, the, uh, one of DeSantis' state government advisors, they formed a new PAC called Fight Right to handle advertising. They are going to take over the advertising for Ron DeSantis. That leads us to tonight. Tonight, News Nation is hosting a debate. Megyn Kelly will be one of the moderators. I think a News Nation host and a reporter from the Washington Free Beacon will also be moderating. There will be four candidates on the stage. Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, they don't need to be on there. They're They're not going anywhere. They're not going to be able to win the presidency. Vivek Ramaswamy is on the stage as a Trump surrogate. Chris Christie is on there just to insult Donald Trump and to a lesser extent Vivek Ramaswamy, which I actually like. But the real fight's going to be, as I mentioned yesterday, between Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. 
either one of them needs to walk away with a clear and decisive victory tonight. I mentioned this yesterday as well. The problem for both of them is the noise surrounding the campaign. Donald Trump did a town hall yesterday. One of the things that he said, he he continued praising Gavin Newsom. Donald Trump was praising Gavin Newsom. It's rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. The quotes have been circulating. A lot of people are, are not happy with that. Ron DeSantis, he's bet the farm on on Iowa. He's done he's done the full grass. He's hit every county, all nine, nine counties in Iowa. If DeSantis can't win Iowa, or he can't even come within striking distance of Donald Trump in Iowa, then DeSantis' campaign has been is 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 dead on arrival in every other state. They bet everything on Iowa. He he has some ground game in the other states, uh, New Hampshire, South uh, South Carolina, Nevada, but they the campaign blew up Iowa as the stand they have to make. Nikki Haley is relying on her home state, South Carolina, and a northeastern Republican state, New Hampshire. She wants to show that she can win moderate voters. It's not that she's ignoring conservative voters. She can win conservative voters if she's the option. But the biggest problem for the Republicans right now are moderate voters. And they have to win those. Moderate voters are the ones most turned off by the current state of the party. So she's trying to bridge the gap between moderates and conservatives. Ron DeSantis is going full conservative and going with a full... uh, a full court press on Iowa. If DeSantis can't win Iowa, it's pretty much sunk. New Hampshire, he's not going to win. South Carolina, he's probably not going to win. Donald Trump can't afford to lose any of those states. If Donald Trump loses any one of those three states, then what happens? People start to think that Donald Trump isn't inevitable. There's some chinks in the armor. And people start kind of drifting away from Donald Trump as the other candidates start to make names for themselves. But in order to do that, those candidates need to show up on the debate stage tonight. They actually have to have a decisive victory. There needs to be a metaphorical knockout punch. Preferably somebody giving Vivek Ramaswamy a knockout punch, maybe metaphorical or not. But there needs to be a knockout punch between one of those two candidates. After tonight, that's it. There's... No more debate because we get to Jan- we, we get through the month. We get to the end of the year at the end of this month. We get into January. That's Iowa caucus season. And then the primaries are really away. I want to say Louisiana's primaries in March. I don't know if all, I don't, I don't think all four are going to make it to, to March. I don't even know that Vivek Ramaswamy is going to make it beyond South Carolina. I don't think, Chris Christie makes it beyond New Hampshire. So you're looking possibly a, with Trump, um, with Trump included, maybe a three to four person race, probably a three person race by the time we get through those, those opening states. So what does Ron DeSantis need to do to get that knockout blow tonight? Ron DeSantis has to prove that he's not going to be an establishment guy, because that's what a lot of the Trump folks have been calling him. 
He needs to put that label on Nikki Haley. And he has to say, you want a fighter to the voters. You want a fighter. You've shown that you want a fighter. I'm a fighter who's looking ahead. I'm a fighter who's looking at the issues right now and in the future. And I am going to fight for you. That's how Donald Trump won in 2016. Nikki Haley, meanwhile, needs to convince voters those tactics don't work. That's going to be her job. She's going to try to convince voters that those hardcore super fighter tactics don't work and that you need somebody who can show competent, level-headed leadership. Somebody who can bring the Republican Party together and somebody who will move the country in the right direction. They've got, they both have the same goal. They want to move the country in the right direction. Ron DeSantis wants to fight his way in the right direction. Nikki Haley wants to negotiate her way to the right direction. Given that it's a Republican Party primary, I think Ron DeSantis has the advantage there. The Republican voters want that fighter. But Nikki Haley has been good on the debate stage. And Nikki Haley's message is one that Republicans are going to have to consider going forward because not every issue needs somebody who shoots first and asks questions later. We'll see how the voters react to this last debate. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Joe Cunningham Show, News Talk 96.5 KPL. Welcome back to the Joe Cunningham Show here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. 232-1542 is the number. You can also uh, use the KPL app chat like Scott checking in from Opelousas. Obviously living the dream. Thank you, Scott. Billy in Church Point, all y'all for checking in on the app. Love talking to y'all, hearing from y'all. By the way, mentioned this earlier, but if you haven't, you really need to check out SeizeTheDeal.com. There's some great deals for you over there. If you and the family are looking for something to do one of these weekends, maybe, hear me out, maybe you want to take them to Acadiana Lanes. A $50 Acadiana Action Card for arcade and bumper cars is yours over at Seize the Deal for $25. Maybe afterwards, you want to go out and grab a bite, take them to La Pizzeria, $25 gift certificate to La Pizzeria in Lafayette, only $12.50 at SeizeTheDeal.com. So many great deals for you to take advantage of. If you just go over to SeizeTheDeal.com, make sure you check it all out right now. I need to confess something. I've talked about this debate. I've talked about presidential politics. I've talked about what to expect, what these guys need to do, everything like that. I need to be honest with you. I don't want to watch it. It is my job to watch it. I have to watch it. But it's not just because it's my job and I you know, report the news and give you analysis and everything like that. And it's not because I have to write about it at Red State or anything like that either. I have a certain type of of OCD. I could turn on the TV at 1.30 in the morning and hit the wrong channel and there's some foreign movie that's about a third of the way through and I can't understand a single word that's being said. 
I have to finish that movie all the way through. I have remained watching horrible movies and TV shows, not because I like them, because they lost all their entertainment value. I have to know how the story ends. And that's what's going to happen tonight is even though, even though I don't want to, I don't want to watch this debate. I don't want to have to, I I don't, when I leave here, I don't like thinking about politics anymore. I've told you, I really do try to shut it off after I leave here. When I'm not behind this microphone, when I'm not writing at Red State, I try to turn it off. I try not to think about it and talk about it. But I have to. I, I have to see. I have to see what happens here, what happens tonight. And I hate myself for that weakness. I have to see the story through. Maybe you guys will join me. Let's all watch this debate tonight. May God have mercy on our souls. You guys have a great great evening whether you're watching the debate or not i'll talk to you again in 23 hours in the meantime follow me on twitter at joe p cunningham facebook.com slash joe cunningham show email joe at redstate.com if you want to chat you can listen to the podcast by going to apple spotify wherever you get your podcast leave it a rating and a review that the algorithm likes it the show grows that way which is what we really want or you can catch the podcast and most of my writings at substack look for the joe cunningham show on substack.com you'll find it Catch all the episodes, any episode of the show that you've missed, you haven't been able to listen to live, or something you want to go back and hear, you can do so over at Substack or wherever you get your podcast. Talk to you guys again soon here on News Talk 96.5 KPL.